Hi, my name is Thomas Johnson, and I'm the founder and CEO of Get Up and Get Fits Wellness Coaching Concierge. I'm also a C-suite advisor and investor. And you're listening to How May I Serve You, where I'm constantly on the quest to surround myself with the best coaches while learning how to better serve our executive clientele by asking them, how may I serve you? Today's show is sponsored by Get Up and Get Fits. And Get Up and Get Fits will be providing students with textbooks and school supplies in Cambodia in honor of our guest today, as well as our philanthropic mission to impact at least 50,000 people per year. And today's guest is Janet Zaretsky. Janet, how are you doing? I'm doing great, Thomas. Thank you for having me and thank you for what you're up to. I think it's so inspiring. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So everyone, Janet is the co-founder of Impact Speaking Lab, a master professional coach certified in conversational intelligence and behavior sciences, corporate trainer, author, author, expert in communication and leadership, an international coach federation member, graduate of Coach U, former senior program leader for Landmark Worldwide, a frequent contributor to Forbes, author of Where My Confidence Go and How Do I Get It Back, two-time TEDx and keynote speaker, Woo, Janet, oh my goodness. Janet has also worked with over 32,000 people in the past 25 years. Oh my, your resume is such such an extensive one. Woo! I'm tired. <laughs> like I've been busy. You have, you definitely have. So you know what? Let's hear a little bit more about you, Janet. You know, who are you, where are you from? Give me the two-minute version. Two-minute version, okay. Um, I... You know, I started my career as a registered nurse. Really? Okay. Yeah. And for 21 years, I did neonatal intensive care and took care of preemie babies. And I worked with high-risk infant follow-up, which is where in 1995, somebody said, hey, you should look at this thing called coaching, which was, you know, in its infancy. And then my life took a different turn. I would say in the two-minute version, I've always been about making a difference and helping people. And when I left nursing and went into coaching, I found a different expression, not that one is more valuable than the other, because for heaven's sakes, especially in today's world, we need our medical care professionals. Mm -hmm. But I really found an expression where I could help all kinds of people in different walks of life really be the best human beings they could be, fully expressing their gifts in the world. And that is really my joy and the fulfillment of my life. So I have Impact Speaking Lab. But I also have a private executive coaching practice where mm -hmm. I work with people on confidence. And, you know, my, my ultimate thing is I want to end the gender gap, both in pay and in influence in my mm. lifetime. Okay. And I'm not a spring chicken. <laughs> so we better get to work. There we go. So you have a lot going on when do you have time for yourself because the, the 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 last person i interviewed who were who was just as busy as you are right now was david meltzer right um how do you balance your schedule you know i uh i think when you love what you do you you are fully engaged and it doesn't take as much time as when you're resisting something because you don't enjoy it Mm. So I, you know, I am a master of organization and I always train people. My calendar tells me everything. 
if if I say to you, hey, I'll do that, and it's not written down, whoo, it's gone. <laughs> if it's way. in my calendar, I do it. And you know, I take, I shut my computer down for the most part, 99% of the time, you know, five, five thirty, done. Off on my own. I'm on the weekends and this time of year I'm laying in the pool. Oh, I love that. I love and that. And getting ready for a vacation, three weeks in Portugal. Mm, nice, nice. Okay. So so it sounds it sounds like you have a pretty balanced lifestyle. You know when I to do. turn work off, you know when to turn it back on, you know when to invest in yourself, which is the key. It's all about balance at the end of the day. Absolutely. And you seem like you have mastered that. Yeah, took a while. <laughs> That's great. Today's episode is sponsored by Get Up and Get Fit. Being an executive can be very demanding. Your schedule is unpredictable. You have conflicting responsibilities that pull you in multiple directions at once. You travel too much, work late hours, and cross time zones. All things that wreak havoc on your body. This is why having a wellness support team is necessary. Get Up and Get Fit is the wellness concierge support that busy executives, entrepreneurs, and celebs rely on to keep them healthy and fit despite their hectic schedules. A body under prolonged stress is not a healthy body. Time to reduce your stress. Increase your energy, flexibility, strength, and endurance so you can enjoy life instead of just living it. Go to getupandgetfit.com. That's G E T U P N. G-E-T-F-I-T dot com and schedule your consultation right now. Get up and get fit. It's a lifestyle. So you know what? I want to dive a little further into your into your um your lifestyle, right? Your childhood. Like where you're from, um, your upbringing. Let's let's learn about that. Okay. Well, I was born in Dayton, Ohio. Okay. And I'm number two of five stair-step children. Both my parents are gone. My mom was a registered nurse. My father was a uh, chemical engineer. In fact, we all owe our lives to him. He has the patent now. He was in the Air Force, so he didn't get money for this. But he has the patent for the chemical that covers the screws and bolts in a plane that keeps it from rusting. So I wow. would say we owe my, our lives <laughs> to my dad. Yes, we do. And yeah, he was lieutenant colonel in the Air Force, you know, mostly reserve. In my lifetime, my memory as a child is, oh, he's in uniform. He's not in uniform. And, um, you know, I had a typical Midwest childhood. And then I, my mom died when I was young. I was 29. Okay. And I left and I moved to California where I was there for 10 years, met and married my husband current husband, I had a first husband, a brief little okay. marriage that produced a daughter who has a great, my granddaughter. And, um, and then I've been married for 33 years and we moved from Southern California to Austin, Texas, almost 26 years ago. Mm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And I, and we have a child who's, well, she's an adult. She's 28. She's very successful. So you have, you have two children. I do. Awesome. Two girls. Okay. So, what got you into coaching? Well, you know, as I kind of inferred, when I was out, um, I did high-risk infant follow-up for the state of California for a number of years. And really what I was doing is doing multidisciplinary discharge planning and working with families with these very high-risk and high-need babies that went home. Mm -hmm. 
And so in many ways, I was empowering them to be the advocate for their child in a medical system, mm. which didn't really care. You know, it's just the right hand doesn't know what the left is doing. Yep. And at that time, coaching was just coming into its own. And somebody suggested, hey, this might be interesting for you. So I went to coach you and I loved it. And then I did a transformational program landmark worldwide called the Landmark Forum. And in that, yep. I really got for myself that this was a fuller expression of what I wanted to do in the world. And I left nursing and I went into coaching and I've done all kinds of things in the background from personal coaching to being a guru backend coach to then being out on my own and then creating the impact speaking lab with my business partner, providing training, which I love to do yeah. um, in for companies. And we do training in sales and communication, leadership, and presentation skills. And so it's like the combination of everything in one and where you get to give it away. So that's kind of the bulleted version of <laughs> how life unfolded. Lots of bumps along the way and challenges along the way. But, you know, if you didn't have challenges, you wouldn't be an extraordinary Mm. human being and you wouldn't have the ability to give it away yes indeed yes indeed you know you know what it's funny because the people who go through adversities those are the people who are not only successful but they have so much stories and so much um willpower and they're just amazing individuals right so adversity actually helps to um build, build your character you know Totally. You know, one of the things I always say to people, if things, it's easy to be great when things are going well. <laughs> it's so easy. It's really easy. Hey, it's growing great. <laughs> it isn't so easy when things are not going the way you want them to. And life mm -hmm. never promised you it would go the way you want it to. But it's who are you going to be in the face of that? And, you know, there have been many times in life I've had to get my own, you know, coaching and support to get through periods that mm -hmm. were difficult. But when when people fail anything and what I call failure is not getting what you want or getting something you don't want, then it's like, what's the lesson you're going to take away? How are you going to, one, share it to grow from it? Because mm. I, sh I share all of my baubles in life if it's forwarding something for other people. OK, OK. No, I love that right there. It's all about the lessons, right? It's not it's not about the end goal. It's about the journey and the lessons you learn along the way. That's why I tell people all the time, I don't regret anything that I've done in life because whether it was good or, or bad, I learned from those experiences. You know? <laughs> trust yeah, me, I've making a lot, a lot of, of money, losing a lot of money, <laughs> spending a lot of money, saving a lot of money. What did you learn? Exactly. Exactly. So who do you coach primarily? Uh, in my one-on-one -on -one coaching, I primarily coach executive or wannabe executive women. Okay. And, you know, how they can be more powerful, their voices heard, more confident. You know, you'd be surprised at these executives from VPs to CMOs that I work with where people deal with imposter syndrome. They mm. deal with a lack of confidence. These women are brilliant and accomplished and they still deal with it. You know, it's cultural, et cetera. There's all kinds of reasons behind it, but 
that's primarily what I'm working with people on is how to have their voice, their opinion heard and valued that all the brilliance that stuck inside of people could alter the entire world. I'm convinced. There you go. So would you say you are basically peeling the layers of the onion? <laughs> Only peeling the layers of the onion. Yes. <laughs> That's awesome. So, you know, I've been doing this podcast for a bit now. I've interviewed so many different coaches, right? What, how would you describe the coaching style? Uh, I am, uh, uh, well, let's see. Oops, my sign's down. Um, <laughs> I am no BS. Okay. Um, I've been coined the BS to brilliance master because I get your BS out of the way. So your innate brilliance shines. Okay. I'm very bottom line, very practical. I'm probably the least woo woo coach you'll meet. I, not that that's bad. That's just not who I am. I'm really about produce results. Mm -hmm. I'm really straight about it. I'm not mean, but I will say what there is to say to get you to be who you really authentically are. Mm, mm, I like that. I like that. So you help people get past themselves so they could live their true strength, you know? Yeah. I love yes. that. I break the barriers. I break the, con the constraints that people put on themselves starting in childhood. And, you know, I have the, the neuroscience of communication certification. And one of the extraordinary things about getting that, which I started studying that in 2016. So it's only been five years that I've been using that. I, I have lots of, of different places I pull from. But one of the things about that that I find just incredible is most people spend most of their life trying to fix what they see is wrong with themselves. That's true. When you get the neuroscience and you get, this is nothing wrong with you. This is a brain pattern. Here's where the brain pattern started. This is what it looks like in reality for you. And this is how you interrupt it. It is so powerful for people that they stop trying to fix what's wrong and they go to work on, oh, I just have the brain pattern. Now here's how I'm gonna break it. And mm. it alters everything for people. Oh my goodness. It, it sounds so similar to what I do um, because like primarily we focus on habit correct corrections, right? Mm -hmm. And it's all about breaking the, your pattern. It's the same thing. It's about breaking um, the, your routine, the pattern, because if you don't break the pattern, you're, you're going to continue living that loop, repeating that same cycle, same cycle. So, ooh, you're on point. You're on point. Well, we're, we're, we're different sides of the same coin, which I love. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and so one of the things just in that whole world of habit is it's thinking habits, speaking habits, acting habits, and not acting habits. Mm. So if you would write down all the habits you have that are in the way of you achieving your goals, then you just go, I love how you said that. Then go to work on breaking those habits one at a time. Yes, indeed. But sometimes people are in denial. Yes. How, how do you how do you deal with clients who are in denial? Because I, I, I know you are a straight shooter, so I'm curious. <laughs> yeah, well, I actually, instead of like, one of the things I know is if I tell you something mm -hmm. and you're in denial, all you'll do is push back. True. And you'll root, you know, like get your heels dug in. So I ask very pointed questions that allow people to see it for themselves. 
because if you discover it from yourself, you're willing to take it on. And one of my favorite clients, I'll say something to an Oscar question and I'll say, so do you see that? And she goes, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> and I love that. It's like, yeah, it is. It's, you know, I, but it wouldn't have been as powerful had I said to her, here's what you're doing and here's mm -hmm. what there is to do. You know, coaching is a period of having a coach with really profound listening, which mm. I know you do and I do, standing for somebody's greatness mm -hmm. and asking questions to allow them to see what we hear. Definitely, definitely. And this is also um, where understanding the person's learning style is important, right? Would you say? Because it's all about, in order for you to get to that person, you have to understand their learning style. Yeah, I, I probably, I don't know that I class it, not that it's right or wrong in learning mm -hmm. style, I class it in communication style. So communication style, style, yeah, understood. Yeah, mm -hmm. absolutely. Uh, you know, I have paid, I have clients that if you push them fast, they'll heels dug in, so I don't. Yeah. Because I'm not going to get anywhere. Mm -hmm. So you have but a customized approach. you have approach. to shake it up, too. <laughs> that should depend on the clients. <laughs> You're absolutely right. Yeah. So if someone were looking for a coach, what traits would you advise for them to look for? Well, I think it depends on the person. So first, they've got to get uh, clear for themselves what's their goal. Mm -hmm. Then they got to find some coach who has accomplished something in what they're doing and you know like i have clients who they'll say you know especially i'm working with executives it's like can i have a reference i'll say sure this person this person this person mm -hmm. you want to be able to not just read it on their website but actually interview former clients or current clients that are producing results so you get a real sense of what the experience would be that's first there has to be, and this is the hardest one. It's like on paper, it may look good, but when you talk to the person, you don't jive. And you gotta jive. You gotta actually have that chemistry that works. Mm -hmm. You know, it's a little like dating. <laughs> True. <laughs> right? Now, I've been married for a long time, but if that chemistry isn't there, it isn't working. So I think that there's got to be that mix that really works between you and that person. So I think that if I were to bottom line it, the results in the area you want, that you talk to somebody who has had the experience, so you really know what the experience is going to be, and that the chemistry works. Yeah, that's definitely dating. <laughs> 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 the components you know, and then there's always money right so the yes, money's got to work but what i find is you know if you're choosing someone to make a huge difference in your life and you're choosing it from oh i this is how much it costs or this is how much i cost you're likely not going to have as high a return on your investment now within a degree if you've got a budget for a thousand dollars and a coach charges five thousand that's obviously not going to mix. Yeah. But if you're in a range, you want to get those things first and then figure it out. And, you know, then there's, do you want to be in a group program? I'm wow. lousy in groups. I <laughs> led groups and I lead groups on training. Mm -hmm. I'm not a great group participant. So okay. I know that. I mean, I have my own coach. Mm -hmm. We're not in a group program. 
I don't do well in those. You've got to know yourself yes. what works for you. So yes. that's that's my bottom line of it. And you are on point because um, I've actually experienced both. I've, I've worked with various coaches one-on-one and also in the group dynamic. And I rather the individual coaching as well. So I get it. <laughs> so it's storytelling time, right? Okay. I want you to share with me, share with us. It's not just me, all right? It's with us, the audience. Um, a success story where you help to elevate and uplift a client to a whole nother success level. Gosh, there's so many. Give me a um, give me an area because you know when you've worked with thirty two thousand people, it's like I know it's, it's it's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> How about it? What just, would just, make just the biggest difference for your listeners? Yeah, just um. Well, my listeners, they're, they're open to being inspired, right? And I want to hear a story that gives me goosebumps because I'm an empath. I'm very in tune. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, I, I'll tell you one that's the first thing that one is the most, one of the most inspiring things. And um, this was a woman that I worked with in a, I was, you know, training in, inside of a leadership program. Mm-hmm. And you could feel that she had a heart, but when she spoke, she couldn't actually complete a sentence without crying. Oh. Now I have no problem with emotion. I love emotion. Yeah. You can't get people's attention if you're sobbing the whole time. She just could not speak intelligently. And she kept thinking that she was such a failure inside this program. And one of the principles of coaching I think is really critical is how I hold my client. So I held her as she is brilliant and there are just things in her way. She is brilliant. She's an amazing leader. And I just held that. And every time she would show up in training or working with me one-on-one, because we did both, and she wasn't acting the way I was holding her, I would just hold her that way and deal with everything that was showing up in her way of operating and that tearfulness and everything as that is just barriers. Mm-hmm. So I worked with her for I think, uh, initially seven months, then over maybe another year later. She's one of the most inspiring leaders you've ever seen. She then herself became someone who is a trainer. Mm, okay. And she, if if I go back and I think, oh, there this person is, we'll call her S for, um, and you watched her in the first thing and you thought, oh my gosh, she could never turn out. And you see her now, she can command an entire room of 200 people and pull them in and cause amazing things for, mm. for them. And I think, I think she's just the bee's knees. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And I love the fact that you mentioned you 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 held her, right? It's my first time hearing that terminology used the way you use it. So mm. you basically had a, a specific um description of her while she, while she was going through her various ordeal and emotional episodes. That's amazing right there, because despite that, despite the exterior, you had this consistent description of her. Mm-hmm. And you, you so brilliant, like, like the, the, the way you just mentioned, like the way you just coined and phrased this, I've never heard it phrased that way before, so. 
Um, yeah, I, I, you know, as, as we're talking <laughs> about then I'm thinking about this other woman, Jay, and, you know, she was working at, as a professor and now she works for the city and she's this executive and, and she had to deal with sexual harassment well, and, you know, people hold themselves like, oh my gosh, what's going to happen to me if I speak up against this? And frankly, you know, we're talking about uh, gender we can talk about equality. If you don't speak up, nothing's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. And so, but I hold that they can handle it. So I'm going to give you one thing that, you know, not for you, but for everybody, if you are dealing with something that's really challenging for you, one thing you can tell your brain is what is the worst thing that could happen? Bingo. And almost always the worst thing is to happen is somebody's going to say something that's going to be uncomfortable. And I always say to people, well, have you ever been through something that uh, has been uncomfortable before? Yes. Well, you tell your brain you can survive that. Mm -hmm. But if you don't speak for yourself, nothing alters. So you know speak what? up. This is perfect because I coined a term. It's a, a pattern disruption. It, it's V, I'll call it V T V T D, right? So it's verbalize pattern disruption, right? Mm. When you go into this through these things, you just verbalize out loud. And you 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 put the power in, in your words and you and you own your state. And just by doing that, it helps to disrupt the trigger. So Brilliant. What you just mentioned, I just I just coined the term. <laughs> yeah, I just created like, like a little name for it. <laughs> that's brilliant. I love that. That's great. But that's awesome right there. So I, you I'll are... steal that one. <laughs> Go for it. So what drives you though, um, Janet? People like the woman I just mentioned. Okay. You know, success. I I love when people succeed. I love when people surprise themselves and do something they didn't know they could do, or it turns out better than they thought it would. I just, that fulfills me. You know, it's like what, look, in my view, we're put on this earth for a reason. And in my view, my reason is somehow to make a difference. I mean, we all, life is not forever. We're going to leave this life. At some point, what is our legacy? And for me, the legacy I want to leave is people's success in knowing themselves as successful. And that's fulfilling. That fulfills who I am. That fulfills my purpose on this earth, in my view. You know what? As you shared that with us, I could your face started to, your face started to just glow. All right. This is how I know you are so authentic and so true in your words. You were glowing. Mm. So continue to be you. And thanks for blessing us with those words. Can so, I share one other little thing? Sure, go, go for it. So um, I have a granddaughter who started seventh grade today. And like most girls, and I don't know because I raise girls, I don't know if this is true of boys, but I, I know most girls just deal with horrible things through middle school and self-esteem and being bullied and all that. So last night I texted my granddaughter and I wished her, you know, good first day. And I said, remember this, you are perfect as you are. Mm. I don't care what anybody says about you. You have to know that. And bullying 
can only make a difference if you let it, because when you know yourself as you are perfect as you are, they can't get to you. Oh, that's a confidence booster right there. Wow. Okay. But see, that's seventh grade and we're still dealing with it. So that's the thing I want to say to everybody is the same thing I said to Jade. Mm. You are perfect as you are. Hmm. You have gems for words, Janet. <laughs> <laughs> so are you currently working on any new projects that you would like to share with us? Um, the primary thing is, so in the Impact Speaking Lab, we are, we love doing that work and it makes such a difference. And that's really the primary project we're working on is seeing other companies and we're a mission driven business. So our mission is to connect people to who they are to each other and to their impact in the world. And we're really, you know, interested in working with other companies that whatever their mission is, I know we're working with a company whose mission is peace of mind, we really are committed to some mission in the world doesn't not necessarily nonprofit this company is not a nonprofit but they're really driven by what they're up to in working with them in those areas and being effective pre presenting and being effective in sales and management being effective in leadership and communication so that's the primary thing i'm really working on okay okay that's awesome right there so if someone were to inquire about your services or just want to connect with you, where can they find you, Janet? Well, obviously LinkedIn, Janet, J-A-N-E-T, Zaretsky, it's spelled up there, Z-A-R-E-T-S-K-Y. So you can always find me on LinkedIn. And then um, you can, my, my website is myname.com and then impactspeakinglab.com. And you can also Janet at either JanetZaretsky.com or Janet at ImpactSpeakingLab.com. My emails, I'd love to hear from people. There you go. Awesome. So everyone that's listening right now, if you have been impacted by this conversation, this interview, reach out to Janet ASAP. Okay. So Janet, thank you. Thank you for coming on today's episode. You have blessed me with your words and your story, and I'm so grateful for you. And last but not least, how may I serve you? You know, I think that how you may serve me is to keep doing this. Because one, it's an opportunity for me to share what I'm up to and to contribute. But I know because of our, even our conversation before this, the kind of human being you are and the contribution you are in sharing having other coaches really share what they're up to. You know, look, all of us deal with life. Life's coming at us. And the more you can be out there interviewing people and allowing people to contribute, you know, you don't know, one person I may have made a difference and tomorrow you're going to interview somebody else and they'll make a difference. So I love what you're up to and I love your contribution globally in serving under you know, served uh, countries and people in underserved countries. So I, that's really it for me. I, you know, I'm a difference maker and I love meeting a difference maker. You know, and you, you are the type of people I like to connect myself with, you know, and this is why even after our first discovery call, I knew we had to make this happen. And now we're here and now I've been blown away by, by your conversation, you know, by your stories. So thank you for sharing, Janet. You're welcome. And everyone that's 
listening right now that's going to listen in the future please reach out to janet all right she's awesome she's amazing she will change your life if you allow her to all right and make sure to tune in to next week's episode be safe take care much love